welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 274. Introducing the new Turkey Hunter Podcast co-host. And right now, I'm going to say I am your host like I normally do, but really, I am one of your co-hosts, and the guy who, believe it or not, Sunday morning heard his first gobbling of the year and saw his first strutting toms of the year. More about that in just a second, because right now, even though there is some strutting and gobbling going on, we are 51 days, 10 hours 23 minutes and 33 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. So I'm just going to go ahead and just bring him on in here because I'm pretty sure he's going to have some questions about what I just told you guys about the gobbling and strutting that I saw this weekend. So I would like to introduce you guys to someone that many of you already know because he's got some history with the Turkey Hunter podcast, and that is Cameron Weddington. And so Cameron has agreed to let me sucker him into being the co-host of the Turkey Hunter podcast. And I have to tell you guys, I'm very excited about this. Cameron, as you know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, has been on several episodes. He actually interned for me for a while and helped out with the editing and putting the shows together while he was in Birmingham in college. And then he got all grown up, moved back to Jackson, Tennessee, where he's from, and got a real J-O-B and left me high and dry. So I've tricked him into coming back. I reeled him back in. Cameron, how are you, buddy? I'm good, and I'm back. (laughs) And I'm here to stay this time. At least this week. You're going to be hearing my voice a lot more often, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Oh, good deal. Man, I really am excited about having you come on. You know, I, I think that, well, obviously, because we've got some history together from you interning for me and us hunting together, and we've become pretty good friends over the past several years. And, you know, I think we've got a great rapport and... 
I think that you're going to be a very, very good addition to the show. And so I'm excited about this. Man, I truly appreciate it. And I hope I'm able to bring some insight and bring a good voice to the show. And I know that we'll work well together. We have some different strategies with turkey hunting, and but we mesh well together. We've always hunted well together. And we seem to always be able to talk about turkeys quite a bit. So I don't think we'll give the listeners any lack of content between the two of us. And then you throw in some guests in there, and good Lord, we're going to have plenty to talk about. I do believe that is true. So let me tell you what happened this weekend, because I am I have yet to yeah. share the story with anybody other than Tammy. And Yeah, and a pen and a permission slip for me, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, that, those are the requirements All right. for the new co-hosting position. You said that was the new, what, wasn't that the payment, unlimited pens and access? Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does it matter to you whether I have access to those properties or not? I can just send you out there. <laughs> hey, that'll work. But no, seriously. All right. But Cameron, you got to tell me about this because you're getting me hyped. But you know these are Alabama birds. Yeah. So, so they're. Do you really want to mess with them again? No, I definitely don't. I don't <laughs> plan to under any circumstance. So. Uh, when you said they gobbled, that was when I thought, hey, they, he must have been out of state. <laughs> he was in Tennessee this weekend. What was he doing there? He, he didn't was, call me. He was out of state. There's no doubt if they gobbled. Are you kidding? <laughs> and they didn't get shot within 15 minutes? He's uh, out of state. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, so, all right. So I need to give you a little backstory, and and actually, I've sent you some of the pictures that I've been getting on my trail cameras mm-hmm. of two long bearded, not very long spurred turkey birds that have been coming into my property south of Birmingham that I hunt a good bit, but fish probably more than anything, and. These jokers are coming in almost every single day to this food plot around 8.30 to 9 o'clock in the morning. And Hmm. they are staying until 3 to 3.30 every single day. And they're just hanging out. And every so often, you know, they'll just stroll by the camera and pose real pretty for a picture and keep right on feeding and doing whatever it is they're doing out there. So I hunted, deer hunted. The property Saturday afternoon and when I pulled in Saturday afternoon they were just getting ready to leave the food plot it was about 3:30, maybe close to 3:40, and they were right on the edge of the food plot about to walk into the woods well I also noticed when I got into that food plot because you can see a little piece of a second food plot that I have up on top of the same hill and I looked into that second food plot and there was a pile of turkeys Mm. in that food plot and I'd been getting just sporadically some pictures of some hens and jakes in a flock and so I kind of figured that was my flock of hens and jakes in the far food plot my two toms were walking out of this food plot to go and roost And, well, they actually roost on my neighbor's property, but I know where they roost, and you can just about see it from the tree stand that I have on this particular food plot that they've been hanging out in so much. So they leave 
as I drive through the field. Actually, I drove through the field, turned around and drove back because I did not want to spook them by me not being in the truck. They could care less about the vehicle. I've driven by them several times mm-hmm. already and mm-hmm. they just don't care. But I knew if I was out of the vehicle, I was going to scare them off and I don't, I, that's not something I want to do right now. I want to keep them around for another 51 days, 10 hours, and <laughs> about 17 minutes and some odd seconds. So You need to keep them around for 52 days because there's two gobblers. Well, that's, that's so. very true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. One for the 22nd, I guess, and one for the 23rd yes, indeed. of March. Yeah. So when I drove back into the field, they were literally, I could just kind of see them through the trees and brush on the edge of the field. So I knew they were gone. So I turned back around again, drove back through the field to where I normally park the truck, parked the truck, got my gear together, walked back to the field, climbed up in my stand, and I'm sitting there in the stand. Well, as soon as I get in the stand, I look at that little piece of a food plot that I can see, the second food plot up on that hill, and I see those turkeys. Well, they're not even really paying me any attention, even though I'm wearing an orange hat, and I'm in full camo with this orange hat, so I guess it looks just like a levitating orange hat floating in the air. I I don't know what that looks like to them, but they were not concerned with that at all either. I sit down and about 20, maybe 30 minutes later, they all come into the food plot that I was in. And I sat there and watched three jakes and 11 hens feed around, kind of chased each other around the field a little bit, a lot of purring, a little bit of yelping going on. And I was just having a heck of a afternoon watching them. I saw some deer, but I can't even remember how many deer I saw, and that's really not even important. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> so it got to be about, I don't know, maybe 30 or 45 minutes before dark, and the first bird takes a few steps and flies. Well, she cleared the trees and started downhill, and I lost sight of her, so I didn't know she had roosted on my property or she continued on down the hill and roosted on my neighbor's property across the road. And from the time that she flew until the last turkey flew, probably was 30 seconds. I mean, they were all going at the same Hmm. time. So I could hear them after they all flew up. I could hear them tree hopping and flying here and flying there. So that was pretty much my turkey excitement for Saturday afternoon. Sunday morning, I went back and hunted the same food plot because I had to do some, actually I had to help some people do some work out there. Some of my neighbors do some work on the roads going into our properties. We all share a a road going in there and so we had some culverts we needed to clean out and so I had to meet them at like eight o'clock in the morning to do that. So I figured well I'll just go back and hunt the same food plot and who knows, I might get to see some turkeys because I know they're all around that area. Yeah, So good motivation. Exactly. Here's how hard I was hunting Sunday morning. I parked my truck in the middle of the food plot, had the rifle in my lap, the window cracked, and I hear the hens start to wake up a little bit, doing some calling, and then they get a little bit louder, a little bit louder, and I happen to look over on across 
the slough or the little draw, the slough of the lake or the draw, and up on the hill on my neighbor's property where his driveway goes up the hill and turns to the right, there's a nice pretty little green patch there. And I look and I see turkeys pitching down out of the trees into this little green patch. And so I'm watching them. And next thing I know, I see two birds in full strut with Mm. all of those other turkeys. And I take my binoculars and I look and I'm watching them. Sure enough, it's the two toms that were in my food plot that Saturday afternoon. And they're out there just showing off for the girls. I mean, showing them what they got. And probably, you know, I'm going out on a limb because nobody, well, because none of them told me this, but I'm going to go out on a limb and speculate that they were probably intimidating those Jakes just a little bit, just letting them know that there's somebody bigger and badder in town. Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. I have my Doug Morgan turpin-style hen box in the back seat because I'd been running it Friday afternoon and Saturday morning while I was deer hunting just to practice a little bit. So I grab my hen box, crack the window even more, and I start cranking on this hen box. And the hens are calling back to me, and I'm calling to them, and I'm just trying to keep them all talking. You know, I'm not trying to call any birds towards me, and I really don't even think they're interested in coming my direction, to be quite honest. But I'm calling to them, calling to them, calling to them, and then I hear it. Mm. And I had this huge smile on my face. Oh. And then I hear a Jake go, <laughs> Choked him up a little bit. And the hens are calling, and I kept calling to them, running that hen box. And about five minutes later, I got another gobble. Mm. And so I didn't have too much more time to play with them. So I got out of the truck, unloaded the gun, put the gun away in the gun case, got all my stuff packed up, got in the truck, and went to help my neighbors clean out the culverts. And later that afternoon, my trail camera sent me pictures. And instead of those two toms showing up between, you know, 8.30 and 9 o'clock, they showed up at 10.30. And they stayed out there in the in that same food plot until it was probably 3 or 3.30 again. So they're hanging out in that area. They are perfectly happy. They're starting to act a little bit like the way we want them to Mm -hmm. act in the spring. And so it got me pretty pumped up and I'm, I'm ready. I mean, I'm, man, yeah, that's what it's all about right there. Getting to watch them do that. That was well. And I saw some deer. I can't even remember again. That's all (laughs) insignificant stuff. Afterthought. Yeah. I didn't squeeze the trigger on a deer, and anyway, it was it was a great afternoon hunting and a great, probably beyond great morning hunting. Mm-hmm. So, January gobbles—that's pretty good, right there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But you know what's interesting? I have seen two. Well, actually, one picture and one video of turkeys in strut from this past weekend posted on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started seeing them myself. Yeah. So one of them I saw was in Louisiana, and then one I saw was in Alabama. So, you know, not, again, I don't think the hens are ready. I don't even really think they're all that close to being ready. 
but mm-hmm. it's that time of year, I believe, where the Toms are starting to think about it a little bit and kind of jockey for position or dominance. And yeah. Getting ready to rock and roll. So Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost like the segregation of the sexes is a kind of dissipating is what it sounds like to me. They're all kind of merging up right now to get in a giant flock. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh those poor Jakes are probably gonna get a whoop down here in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and they'll be out on their own. <laughs> yeah, probably so and that'll be fun to watch. Hopefully I'll be around and get to see that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You'd, with with them kind of calling your place home, you'll be able to watch the whole transformation almost. Yeah, and especially given the fact that we have two more weeks of deer season before yeah, it runs Yeah, that's out. true. You have something to actually pursue while you're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good excuse. If it, uh, I mean, yeah, it's all kind of secondary. <laughs> it's a good excuse to get out of the house. <laughs> going deer hunting you can't just say i'm going turkey watching right right well yeah yeah. no i'd I'd more respect that too (laughs) yeah turkey watching is about to begin yeah it is it is usually i save that for after the nwtf convention but we'll see yeah that's kind of the kickstarter yeah no doubt so hey let's do this well first of all no 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 i want to come back to that let's do the rapid fire q a with you let's do it i can't uh I think I'm going to go for more of an accuracy than time thing, but I'll try my best. Okay. All right. Well, I'm still putting the timer to you, so give me a second to get the clock. That's fine. I'll try to be quick, but I'm not going to lie to the the viewers on my first day as co-host. Well, I think you remember what my – I know you don't remember exactly, but I think you remember my time sucked, so it should be easy to be Oh, yeah, the the 100th episode extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. This is episode 274. Yeah, you've done a bunch without me. It's been a while. That's yeah. pretty unbelievable. 274. Wow. Yep. All right. I'm going to start the stopwatch as soon as I start the first question, and we'll roll through these things just as quick as we can. All right. Let's do it. Get my notes here. All right. Wild turkey, grilled, baked, or fried? Grilled. Wild turkey on the rocks, neat with cola or with water? With cola. Number of grand slams? Zero. Have you ever killed a bearded hen? No. Have you ever killed a Jake? Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ten-minute successful hunt on a two-year-old or a four-hour-long hunt with a clean miss on a four-year-old? In Tennessee, four-year-old. Out-of-state, two-year-old. Favorite camo pattern? Real tree original. Wild turkey legs for dinner or for the dog? Dinner. More or less than five strikers in your turkey vest? I believe I've whittled it down to less. State you killed your first turkey in? Tennessee. State you killed your last turkey in? Wisconsin. Sit in a blind for four hours and squeeze the trigger or run and gun for one hour and not shoot? Run and gun. All right. Rios or Osceola's? Hadn't been to hunt Mr. Osceola yet, so I'm going to have to go Rio. Rio or Eastern? Eastern. Easterns or Merriam's? If I'm hungry, Merriam's. If I want more fun, Eastern. Fields turkeys or woods turkeys? Woods turkeys. Shotgun scope, rifle sight, holographic sight, or beads? Bead. Rubber boots, leather boots, or snake boots? Hiking boots. I believe they're leather. 
Favorite place you've ever hunted? Swamps of Tennessee. Most turkeys you've ever killed in a season? Mm-hmm. I think it was 20. Least number of turkeys you've ever killed in a season? Probably one. Out of all the states you've hunted, which has the most uncooperative turkeys? <laughs> ha! Alabama. <laughs> if you only knew how to imitate one turkey sound to call turkeys, what would it be? Yelp. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a turkey caller do you think you are? Seven. Favorite turkey hunting book? The Greatest Moments of My Life, Jack Dudley. Who taught you how to turkey hunt? A man who wants to remain nameless. All right. (laughs) Got from my church. (laughs) Think of the toughest turkey you ever hunted. Did you ever kill him? No, the psychic. Do you prefer long, sharp spurs or long, thick beards? Spurs. The biggest mistake new turkey hunters make? Call too much and move too much. How long does turkey season last in heaven and what is the bag limit? It never ends. You never kill them, but you get to call them every day. Three minutes, 51.37 seconds, which I'm pretty sure is the second longest time ever. Behind you, I hope. Correct. <laughs> well, I, I threw in a few snippets in there, and I, I think I was accurate to most of my statements. Only one was the boot one that kind of got me. Or I, I have many pairs, hip boots. I got some fishing waders, leather boots. Killed some in cowboy boots last year. Yeah. I had all kind of boots. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've got a question that I'm going to ask you about books here in just a minute because you've been reading a bunch of them, but oh, yeah. let's let's do this first. You and I have been trying to coordinate our calendars and mm-hmm. get a hunt scheduled together for this coming spring, but we seem to be having difficulty because your calendar is quite full. So It is. <laughs> Tell us where all you are planning on going. And by the way, for those of you who have just stumbled across the show, you've never heard Cameron or met Cameron or anything like that. Cameron's also in pursuit of his Grand Slam. I'm sorry, not just well, yes, not slam. just your Grand yeah. Slam, but your Super Slam. And so yeah. tell us how many states you killed in and then tell us how many states and which states you are going to this coming season. So I have killed... In nine states by my count. So that's Mississippi, Alabama, by the grace of God, Tennessee, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, and North Dakota. I believe that adds up to nine. And this coming spring, I will pursue the wild turkey. All right, that's all I've got for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you would like to hear the rest of this week's episode, then you will need to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter podcast. And in order to become a subscriber, what you need to do is text the word Turkey Hunter. Make that one word with no spaces and text it to the number 44222. After you do that, I'm going to send you some instructions that you'll need to follow. And eventually you'll get a link from me via email that you can click on to create your username and password for the Podbean application and pay the $18 
per year subscription fee for the premium content. Your $18 investment will get you not only the rest of this week's episode, but it will get you all of the premium content for all of our past episodes as well. And it's going to get you the premium content for the next 52 weeks. There's a bunch of content that's locked up under the premium content subscription, and I do not think you're going to be disappointed spending a measly $18 to have access to all of that information. So grab your smartphone and text Turkey Hunter to the number 44222. Well, all I can say is old habits die hard because I got off the call with Cameron and did not include him in the outro to the show. So I'll have to remember to do better with that next time. But for today, you guys have me. And I'm going to tell you that that's all that I've got for you guys today. But I'm going to ask you for a favor again this week. And it's going to sound very familiar. In fact, it's going to sound a lot like every single favor that I've asked of you for the month of January, and that is to please complete our listener survey. You can find the listener survey by texting the word THP survey. That's THP survey, and you're going to text that to the number 44222. After you do that, I'm going to send you a link that you can click on and complete the listener survey using your phone or tablet or desktop or laptop computer, however you want to complete it, you can do that. And again, I said this last week, but according to the survey software that I use, the average length of time it takes to complete the survey is three minutes. So if you will give me and Cameron three minutes of your time, I promise you what you say will not fall on deaf ears and we will use the three minutes of your time that you gave to us to make this show better. We don't know what you want to hear and what you would like to hear more of and less of if we don't hear from you. So take the time and do that. It helps us to help you. And that is the reason why we do this show. We want to make you a better turkey hunter. If you'll do that for me and Cameron, that'd be a huge help. And now I'm going to sign off and say thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.